0: hey reading aloud family this is adam just a quick disclaimer before we air this episode this was a conversation that we recorded back in january of 2020 uh, with a group of friends so while we're launching it during the time of covid uh, covid was not a thing when we recorded this and we still um, enjoyed spending time with people so just to let you know that and wear your mask and stay safe out there all right enjoy
1: I'm Marisol, and I'm Adam, and you are listening to The The Reading Reading Aloud Aloud podcast. Podcast,
0: a podcast where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication is explored in real time by a real couple.
1: That's us. In season two, we bring you along on our tour to keep the conversation going. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so we are at Lake Raven, and we are sitting with some of our friends, and earlier today, we got into a conversation about pooping, mm. and we were talking about, um, I'm not sure who started the conversation, but essentially, we, a couple of us, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to name names, disclosed um, pretty horrific stories about having to poop in front of their significant other, um, like... Yeah.
0: like yeah do you mean like well I know the one story was like you were you're not saying having to poop out in the open you mean like but just in a in an area that was very in close proximity uh, like I can hear you poop like yes
1: exactly and and I'll I'll Mm. tell my story briefly so on our honeymoon I was I was really sick, and I had been sick for a couple months before our wedding, but I ended up having I shit the bed.
0: Yeah. On our I honeymoon. Remember, yeah.
1: In another country. Yeah. Like across the world.
0: Super romantic.
1: Yeah. In yeah. Indonesia, all yeah. the way across the world.
0: It really solidified, you know, our bond with that unsolidified exposure
1: exactly and then and so then somebody else told a story just a pretty horrific story about poop and constipation and having to uh having their spouse have so to what's the them. question
0: what are we are we talking about pooping
1: in front of each other we're not actually so what we're talking about is um these are newish friends. I mean, they're actually, so this is interesting. So we're with friends and it's funny because we're talking about them in front of them. Uh-huh. Um, but we're also recording <laughs> this podcast live. So this is part of our tour. We're in Georgia. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is that they're all friends that we've had from different places I mean essentially I've known one of them for the longest but we haven't been the closest the longest right. you've known one of them the longest but you definitely haven't been the closest the longest I'm closest with one of the ones I've known the shortest I don't really know her spouse you don't really know her spouse that well uh-huh. and this is definitely the first time we're having an overnight with them right not in a weird yeah. way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not like an
1: not not like the bachelor overnight. Okay. It's different than fantasy suites.
0: Right. Right. So, so we're with friends, we're with friends that and we're there's varying about degrees pooping. of knowing and we're talking about pooping and we got to and that conversation pretty quickly. And we're also kind of like quickly. getting to know them. Yeah, we're getting to know these people, right?
1: In a new way.
0: Right. Hi guys, we're getting to know you. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat>
1: So um, I, I, di- I actually did wanna talk about pooping a lot longer than this, but so to rush to the question since you asked, what do you think is appropriate, co- two part question, mm-hmm. what do you think is appropriate conversation for new-ish friends or taking friendships to the next level? Yeah. And also how the frick do you take friendships to the next level when you're 34 and five and beyond?
0: Yeah, I think um, what first comes to my head when you're talking about pooping is camping with people, and obviously I think a lot of people have, um, you know, some of the tightest bonds that they create with people are when they're camping, <clears throat> and that that's what, what that translates to for me is being in vulnerable situations with somebody where you have to kind of like be yourself, be a little vulnerable, um, kind of. Something in the situation that helps you bust through those kind of atypical conversations. Typically when you get older, that may be alcohol, but it doesn't have to be. But it, it just, like these situations, you have to kind of break through somehow to get to a deeper aspect of the conversation. But camping comes up to mind, you know. Um, that's. Do you one think way-
1: every adult should be forced to go camping?
0: Yeah, I mean, well, forced is hard. No, no, no
1: really, I mean forced.
0: No, I don't think anybody should be forced to do anything. Well, but how do you
1: reach that level of vulnerability? So, what do you think? Like, okay, let's talk real time this
0: weekend. Are we missing yeah. anything? Are we missing anything? Um, I think, I think it, it's because we did it's already dece- talk about pooping. It's, 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 I think it's to be seen. I think it's to be seen, you know, like, are we, I think, I think we just played a board game, right? And so that helped cultivate connection, everybody relaxed everybody had fun, we like built up solidarity within that board game, so that was really good. I think it all hinges on the kind of like how we fall in post-dinner and then, does that lead to activity or does that lead to conversation?
1: What if I take a nap post-dinner?
0: Then, you know. It will be my
1: third nap of the day.
0: (laughs) That's fine, you're taking care of yourself, but you're not gonna create stronger connections with the people here by taking a nap. Oh, that's rude. It's true though.
1: But I would. If be, you
0: if you go and take a nap, you're not going to create stronger connections with our friends here.
1: What if I'm modeling self care? Well, that's if, that's, that's, that's great. a very manly thing there's to no, say. I, yeah. No,
0: it's listen. you th- there's nothing wrong with you taking. What if
1: somebody takes a nap with me? Th-
0: that's fine too. Maybe maybe you you know you'd create a memorable experience with that person. Uh-huh. you know and that oh you remember that time we took a nap together that was so relaxing and fun you know but that it was in the past
1: I, okay so now i feel like the we the weekend is, has a bunch of pressure on it Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, so it's a lot of energy. So like earlier I got on my phone and I think you were like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm just taking like a little break for a minute because we're in this environment where we're all hanging out. We're also building these friendships like we talked about to the next level. And, you know, it's a lot of effort in a way, you know what I mean? Like it's fun, but then like, how do you take space and you don't want to be rude? And then how do you like, what if you, I mean, I had a lot of energy. Which is why,
0: which is why if, So if you're in a place where you have access to phones or there's other things, then those can distract attention pretty easily. And yeah, it would take more effort. That's why when I said something like camping forces people into those situations because you don't have anything else to do or... And that's just an example. It doesn't have to be. But yeah, your question is, how do we create deeper, deeper, meaningful connection? If you're in a space, you would have to push something to create that. Is
1: that the goal? Not
0: necessarily. You can have a great relationship with somebody. You can be super connected to them. It would... It doesn't have to be the goal. It's. I think you're probably working with the time frame there, right? Then, then you're having to put more effort. The more time, the more times you spend, that relationship will continue to deepen. Can I ask you a question?
1: Mm-hmm. Did you come into this weekend hoping for an outcome?
0: No. None whatsoever? I mean, to have fun and a good time. Did
1: you hope that this would happen again in the future?
0: I didn't think about that. Honestly, that that wasn't it. Didn't I have so like across I have mind. like
1: about eighty questions that I feel like you would say you didn't think about that I have already thought about.
0: Like what is, that. What does it, what, that say about us?
1: That I probably that I care a lot what people think, or like I have a lot of expectations, or that. Like, I guess also then there's this part of me that's like, thinks about efficiency and thinks about like, well, if I'm gonna dedicate this whole weekend, Mm -hmm. I hope that it's worth it so that we can do this again, you know.
0: What do you think the appropriate amount of attention to pay to developing a relationship in your mid 30s like do, right. do you have to pay a well, lot Well
1: I'm actually surprised we're here because we have a lot of people that we like in our lives and we've yeah. tried to get together with them and like everybody's got this like this whole thing where like nobody has time for anybody anymore right. really right. and so to cultivate friendship is is like I mean we planned this last year and we committed to it we put it on the calendar and then there was this moment where like you and I had a really busy week and I didn't say this to you but I was like should we show up Saturday just so that we don't have to stress to get down there. And we ended up coming down, which was a great decision. But, like, it's really hard to cultivate friendships at this age.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: so a lot of them have kind of come in with a lot – like, a lot of other friendships have come in with, like, some – looked like some good possibility. And then yeah. they've, they've just – we just can't sustain it.
0: Right, right. I guess, I guess you know – I remember we used to there was some friends that I had when I was living in Boston and we used to have the saying of just like we're making memories so we would try to do things that would be memorable and we're making memories and that meant that we would do things that were a little bit off the wall or you know like even if you're even even like playing games is making memories because you're doing something that's outside of a normal situation. And I think that that's what you have to do. You have to do that and you have to be, you have to be committed to to, to creating and cultivating those friendships. There's an aspect of patience in it too, because you're, you're creating history that's not there yet. And so you're literally creating history and memories that you're gonna draw from, because the deeper that well, that's why you have best friends from, you'll always be these, you know, you, everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people have, friends from childhood and they don't talk to them that much, but as soon as they see them it like kind of sparks back up because there's a well of memories and experiences did to draw from. You,
1: did you think it was interesting when we played the game like how much good chemistry because I'm like a like a razor, like I like to razz people and yeah. I felt stir like- the stir, yeah, the stir the pot. Stir the pot. Stir the pot. That was, my, pot. That was my winning move. Yeah. Stir the pot. Um, and I... We had an
0: epic round of Farkle. If you don't know what what
1: Farkle is, you should know it, but you should also call us because you need Uncle Bob's rules because all the other rules (laughs) are a sham. Um, the, um, but I, I like to razz, but I love being razzed and I was getting razzed by people and like, I cannot Do you mean
0: like, what do you mean by getting razzed?
1: jackal. Vigorous
0: jazz hands? (laughs) (laughs)
1: um what's the word like jekyll like jippled
0: jippled like like this okay 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 like like yeah poking at you yeah i got it
1: and you know i have been in a lot of situations where like well for one i'm always too much like Uh that's like a common thing i feel like i'm in good company um i also feel like the spouses of my good company (laughs) um are used to women who are like you know, too much or whatever because uh, uh-huh. we're all just kind of like out there and we say what's on our mind, but like I felt like such good razzing. Yeah. And that is hard to find because people are sensitive.
0: People are sensitive and it's hard for I think that I think that we carry with us like and and oftentimes when you're trying to create friendships later in life um, at least my experience I kind of come in with all of this. I I have trouble sometimes coming in with all of these like trying to figure everything out before I'm actually my true self. You know, I like try to navigate the situation. Oh, this. And, And I only approach, you know, it's like taking baby steps. And I only will approach things with safe topics like let's talk about work. And then let's talk about, you know, this. And let's talk about anything that we might have in common and that's all fine and well Are but you? it's it it you know it's like it's a, it's a safety mechanism because i don't want to say anything like i understand consequence or you know if i'm trying to make a new friend i don't I actually want right? to hear more about so you higher.
1: and the other men in this in this situation because I'm friends yeah. with the I mean that we're here because right. of uh, the three of us the right. women
0: well I think that I you know I the other the other men and the best here, part
1: is is they're here listening they're to you here now. listening
0: yeah it's <laughs> super vulnerable to talk about yeah. um, so I think for me the with the other men here there's definitely you know one I know a little bit more than the other but there's 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 commonality because all of our wives are friends and so there's that but i feel like there is a we there's very there's comfortability there i feel comfortable around the other men i'm getting to a point where i i feel like i can be and and creating again i i still come back to these kind of like flash points like we played this game we had fun i feel like automatically i loosened up a little bit and i'm getting closer to being kind of my normal self and being myself that i would be around really good friends but definitely not there yet personally i don't feel there yet but what it is would- there there is like where I can just poop in front of them, l- let go, yeah, poop in where front I of them,
1: where I can let go of my poop, where I can just them.
0: you know relax and let the bowels drain out,
1: you know. <laughs> all all, oh, this, all of this,
0: all of this
1: draining, the draining. <laughs> the
0: draining part. Sorry, I don't know how else to describe it, but like, I think that, I, yeah, I mean, I th- release, yeah, I think that. I'm, I, I still am, maybe it's cultivating trust, you know, maybe it's cultivating something where if I mess up, or I... What is messing up? Um, saying something wrong, What's wrong? or... Um, like, give us an
1: example.
0: Yeah, let me think. Um, like, I am not able to accomplish a task, or I uh, say something that is incorrect, or... Um, out of touch, or whether that be socially or politically, or um, you know, a perspective in the world that uh, they may not agree with. You know, do you think I'm nervous about that happening? Do you
1: think they're thinking the same thing?
0: I have, um, I think that, um, I don't know, would they be thinking the same thing? Potentially, it, it a very, very degree of can that. Can you maybe? track
1: that? Like, I think with women, I can kind of track how things are going pretty well.
0: Yeah, I think for me what comes up when you say tracking it, there there becomes a pace and a quickness. You know, when you're, there's like, and that's a rapport. So when, you, when your relationship, when my relationship with another man starts to develop, we'll associate around things quicker. Be like, hey, come here. You know, or like, hey, let's go do this or like that. And before it would be like, hey, do you think that you would want to Help me do this. You know, there's a lot more words in there. There's a lot more explanation in there rather than when the rapport is developed, it's quick. It's, hey, come on, let's go grab this. Or like, hey, let's, you know, the women are doing this. Let's go check out this. Or help me with this or something. There's a quickness to that and there's not that when, as the rapport is being developed.
1: I want to ask you a question that I think you're going to be mad about. Okay. Um, Do I have a choice? Yes. Yes
0: um sure ask me are you
1: more connected to the women in this group because you're usually more connected to the women in the groups
0: yeah i i I always my whole life i've been more connected in this group um i have probably an easier i have an easier time talking to the women in this group and so therefore i would say overarchingly yes i'm more connected to the women in the group. I I could easy easy more easily talk to the women in this group. Do you group.
1: have a vulnerable question for me?
0: I'm so occupied with coming up with good answers to your questions. (laughs) So it's interesting because
1: we're going to get to include everybody in a few minutes. And you know, it's like, there's, there's this, I think that when we're doing these tours, there's going to be some people who are like, Hey, I want to pick your brain. Right. But I'm almost a little hopeful in this situation that there's actually some feedback on like, like their experience, you know I mean? This is a more intimate setting than some of the other lives that we've done. Um, And so, you know, there's, there's like this sense of like, I'm kind of curious about like an actual, actual group dialogue as opposed to a like, hey, what are your thoughts on blah, blah, blah,
0: blah. Yeah, well, I, well, first off, I appreciate that you brought it up because it's been something that, you know, cultivating deeper connection and especially in circles of men that I'm in is something that I'm actually really interested of lately. And um, I think for me, like it, it has at least what I'm finding is that uh, for me personally, it takes me longer to develop a deeper relationship with a man than it does a woman in like a friendship. I don't quite know yet, but I think that what I was talking about earlier in terms of like trust and there is a, for me, what I perceive and I could be wrong and we'll hear from the other, maybe some of the other guys in the room right now, but like there is a, there is a greater fear in us of, not being seen as adequate, Mm -hmm. you know? And we talked about, I talked about that in our fertility podcast as well, like my feeling of inadequacy. And I think that that's something that kind of, you know, both toxic masculinity and patriarchy like brings, puts on men is this like really this inadequacy feeling. And so we put up, or I, I should speak for myself, like I, I put up all these walls around to make sure that I don't, that I don't what ever do those look like? seen as I inadequate.
1: I don't, what do those look like? Cause I don't really see them.
0: It, it, it means I'm quieter mm-hmm. and it means that I am, uh, I don't quickly engage. I have to like know the situation before I may be vulnerable. Um,
1: I thought that was that's just kind a part
0: of, of your personality. I think it is. I mean, I'm not a, a, a super outgoing person, but like, I am, it's, it's still, I think it, and you know what I, you know what I said earlier? Um, you know what I said? I've said this a little bit ago is that, um, and I didn't, I'm just almost realizing it right now. I said, the older I get, the more introverted I get. Um, and I think that's part of it. Guarded? The
1: more guarded you get is what you really mean?
0: It's probably the more guarded I get. The wow. more fearful I get of mm. being vulnerable and, and being seen as inadequate. Um, and maybe there's a point where you kind of break through that but mm. at least at my age in my mid-30s like that is that You know, it feels pretty higher. Are you, this...
1: are you gonna cry?
0: No, I'm not gonna cry. I don't feel like crying Do I look like I'm gonna cry? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, well, I'm not I don't feel like crying. I'm, I think I'm just getting passionate.
1: Oh, yeah. oh okay.
0: Yeah mm-hmm. not, anymore. not
1: anymore. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Trust me. I'm clear that I stole the moment. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Last thing I'm going to say is we just learned, I did not know this, but that Jay-Z says his reason for cheating on Beyonce was the fertility stuff, and when you brought up the fertility stuff, I had almost looked at you and been like, don't don't be a dumb dumb, but like that's stupid because I I don't know yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah you're not as ugly as Jay Z yeah. to begin with so. yeah uh, but I'm way other, cooler than he is too well I just yeah. figured right yeah. you're not gonna let it break you down right with this whole inat with in- inadequacy and all of that
0: no I think that I think that there's. You know, I feel like I, I'm much stronger than that than Jay Z. Yeah, just saying. yeah, yeah. I'm much stronger than Jay Z. Yeah, in that. I mean, that's right. Come on, the guy's so weak he cheated on <laughs> Beyonce for yeah. real. Yeah, like, like yeah. You, that that's uh, you know you'd think that it'd take a lot, but it really it means that it means that it would take so little. Yeah. you know, to like he didn't have the 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 strength built up. Yeah, um, to be able to kind of last through that. But I'm sure you know I now hearing that. I personally understand, not saying I approve, but I understand what he maybe meant when he said that was this feeling of inadequacy because I have certainly experienced that. I mean, that's, that's real. And I think it plays more into my life than I realize. It sure did. It really
1: did. Yeah, 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 it really did. So
0: I think I think now we're we're gonna continue talking. But if anybody else wants to come and join us up here, we're doing a thing um, just called a fishbowl where we have one. No, no,
1: it's called something else now. It's called oh, a jazz bucket. A
0: jazz bucket. We're calling it a jazz bucket. Jazz basket. Jazz, jazz basket. Ba- <laughs> jazz, jazz basket. Jazz basket. <laughs> jazz, <laughs> jazz basket.
2: We have an actual jazz basket. Okay, what is we, the jazz?
0: we have an actual jazz basket in jazz. house.
1: Great, so do you have to wear something in the jazz basket?
2: The basket itself is the
0: it's jazz. It's just jazzy. Ex- it's very festive. Excellent. <laughs> OK. I mean, look at it. Okay.
1: Excellent. All right. So we have,
0: we're have we doing this um, conversation style called a jazz basket. And um, we have, so Marisol and I will stay in the jazz basket. Um, <laughs> we're not leaving the jazz basket. And in this jazz ba- basket, we actually only have one other chair. And so anybody from the audience who's here tonight can come up and sit in the chair and then join in on the conversation. We're just going to continue the conversation and they can join in on the conversation and we will continue having it. So, anyway, um, we're opening that up now. <clears throat>
2: Yay! Hi guys, I'm in the jazz basket. You're in the jazz I basket? I am, yeah. yeah. So I'm Andrew for those of you at home who can't see me because you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really connected with the point where you said the older you get, the more introverted you get. Yeah. Um, in high school, no, no, no big deal, brag, uh, I was most outgoing, ah. and the older I get, the more I find myself in situations where I am less outgoing. Um, maybe the outgoing was me trying harder. Um, I don't know if it's, it's a weird combo of being comfortable and also not knowing the situation and trying, like you were saying, trying <coughs> to read it and then make the right plays off of the read. Because I've gone in thinking, oh, this is going to be hilarious. Uh, A good example is when I met my wife's, uh, I guess at the time she would have been my girlfriend, uh, her college friends, who are all best friends with her ex, I saw this woman who was stumbling at a table, and I tried to break the ice. I was like, oh, my God, this woman is wasted. Like, that's, you know, lighten the tension a little bit. The woman ended up being blind. Oh, and shit. So, oh my God. And so other people, I tell this to. They're like, "That's that's a fantastic story." I did not get that vibe whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: like, just, "So they're just like." Yeah, there's dude. a fear there to like. There's oh, a right fear off the to, bat, I blew yeah. it. Like, so yeah, it you was like, it. yes, yeah.
2: it's hard coming back from that one. Right. So uh, you got to read the audience. So yeah. I, I, as much as I love to go in and, and blast the, do you, the, the drunk blinds, I, I, I need no, n- to not do great. that. No, this is much. the
1: is the like is the like? There's this introverted thing. You know, one thing that's been on my mind is married men having fewer friends than the married women and this whole, like, there's this whole kind of culture. Which at least
0: in our circle is super true.
1: Right. And there's this whole culture on like ball and chain and the, the, like, you know, like the woman takes us from the wild and then she like, you know, domesticates. There's like, this is a cultural (laughs) thing, right? Like you can get ball and chain cards for wedding gifts. It's terrible. And then, but then at the end of the day, like these women are still out in the world being social. And I have this experience of a lot of men having just fewer friends. And so I'm curious um, about this like introverted thing and really what's at the bottom of it. Like what is underneath that?
0: Uh, go ahead. You know, the older I've gotten, the you know, that has drawn in and that has drawn in and that has drawn in. And I I wonder like what what benefit am I getting from that? And I wouldn't, I know that I wouldn't be doing it unless I got or felt like I was getting some more, some sort of benefit from it. And I think it's it's like this, you know, I could call it safety or security, but really it's a, for me personally, it is a desire to to be in control of my own situation and just a fear of being, I feel like it's a fear of being out of control because... Being out of control or not being able to have a handle on the situation, I then, I look down upon that. You know, I'll have a judgment of that, like, oh, that person has is way out of control. Like, you know, you always want to be, like, on top of it as, you know, a guy. You want to have quick reflexes and you want to know what to do in the situation. That's, like, drilled into me. And so the older I get and the more I carry that around, kind of the heavier it becomes on me. So that's what I experience. I also
2: come at it from a, like a quality quantity standpoint where I had hundreds of acquaintances in colleges where I would run around and be friends with someone for three minutes and then it would go away and yeah. uh, you move away and you don't think you think about them as like a fleeting memory, but it's never like sitting down and being like, Oh, I really wonder what Joe is up to right now. Like um, and in my life, I feel like I, I do feel spread thin with, with work and with family. And so I don't get a chance to connect with people, the people that I want to connect with. I wish I could do more of that. And so when I'm in a situation where I may not know everyone, I'll clamor onto the people I know because I value that time together. And then Mm -hmm. as you're getting older, you kind of filter people out. So if you're vibing with someone, you'd be like, oh, we should revisit that. And I'd love to go hang out with them again. But you're old enough to the point where it's like, if we don't click, I don't have to take it personally and realize that's fine. Like we may just not click, and I will try to focus my energies on the people that I don't get to see enough of yeah. as is, because it's one of those. Like I said, the quality thing. Those and going back to what you said, that that well of, of friendship of those really good friends are the ones that you have that that history with. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's kind of as you get older and you value your own time, you kind of want to put those those energies there. And I
0: feel like when you said quality over quantity, the thing that I connected with is that. I have seen as men, we, we struggle to, and this is like, you know, a common stereotype, struggling to show emotions, you know, we struggle to show our emotions, Um, we struggle to be in touch with our emotions, and so therefore, relationships, in my opinion, when you get older, you know, have to be rooted in something deeper, because we are busy. We, are, we have a ton of shit going on in our lives. And especially now, it's like shown people are busier than ever because we have so much opportunity to do things. And relationships as you get older require more emotional connection. And Ooh, I think, that's an interesting you know, line. Yeah, that's an interesting um, line. And, and because, yeah, I mean, they, the experiences are harder to create because we're, we're out of time. We don't have as much time in our lives, yeah. and so Epidemic, like going yeah. out to lunch, you know, isn't. We're in college. I could create a lot of really magical experiences because we all lived in the same place. We all ate at the same place. We right, all right. went of to course, the same course, parties. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so experience was there was a plethora of that. So
1: thanks, Andrew. Yeah.
0: yeah. Thanks for having me.
3: Hi, this is Ariel, Andrew's wifey. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Um, I really resonated with a lot of what you guys were saying, but one thing that came up for me is when you're talking about the quality of friendships, I think, and maybe this is just really present for me right now because of what I'm going through in my family, just a tough time, but I don't have time for anything it feels like right now, or maybe it's more like I don't have capacity mm-hmm. for anything that doesn't feel authentic and easy is the best way that I can say it. So. What I've noticed, especially as I get older and I have less time, is that the quality comes from people that I feel really comfortable with, but also people that I can both get deep with and be silly with, if that makes sense. Like I have For to sure. have a balance. It can't just be all depth all the time. It has to also be farkel. Time, right? You know, like I need that space to just be. Do you think that that's something
1: that bonds you and I, or do you think that's something that bonds most people? Because I find that there are circles of friends that I have that just like to go deep the entire time, and Mm -hmm. then I find that there are circles of friends that I have that wouldn't go deep like they couldn't go deep if they wanted to. Mm -hmm. And my favorite combination is the both -er Mm are also like you can like cry one minute, then like say something stupid, laugh move on, you know,
3: yeah. whatever, just take it, a shot. I mean, I think it's, yeah, yes. I think that the folks that, I, that couldn't go deep if their life depended on it, those folks kind of have drifted away from me as yeah. I get older, um, you know, for whatever reason. But I think the people that I have that balance with are the ones that I probably spend the most time with because I need that balance. I can't go deep all the time because it just
0: is too much. What do y'all, what, how would y'all define going deep? Like, you well, know, because... like Ariel
1: shows up. She gives me a little bit more information about what's going on with her family. Mm-hmm. You know, we say, you know, we scream the F word a couple times. Mm-hmm. We hug, we snuggle, you know, maybe a little tear falls a little and processing, a little proce- <laughs> just a little processing. But I'm not going to hang there with her because she needs this time mm-hmm. to be just
3: like stupid. Right. And that's a really good point. Like coming here this weekend, it would have if it had been a different group dynamic, I probably would have said I can't do that right now but I knew who was going to be here and I knew what level of authenticity and comfort I had so I knew I could just step in exactly as I am and it would be okay to show up
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I mean what you just described by that that's so (laughs) like even if I was not like even if I was not in a, a, a good space or had some things going on like that would that's so foreign the to me. The weaving to,
1: in and out. Yeah, to mm-hmm. like
0: to jump into that so you know so quickly in the way you all did like right when you arrived in the first hour, let's say, like it, it You
3: mean when we were talking?
0: Yeah, when you were talking like that. That would with with a, a a guy friend of mine. Um, that would have taken so much longer.
3: Even one that like, you feel connected to.
0: Yeah, even one that I feel connected to, and like that. Um. Yeah, even one that I feel connected to, like it would, especially in a group. Like there's a there. It, I don't know. I want to say like men just take longer Do you to, think to that process and I don't know if that's a. I I think that I think that we're trained a little bit to. It just we need to be a little bit more comfortable to share our emotions. But did you hear
1: the question? Do you think that that's about toxic masculinity? And,
0: and what I'm saying is like our need to feel that comfort and safety is is somewhat probably a product of being conditioned that it's not okay to share it. Mm-hmm. And so and so because we're conditioned that it's not okay to share it, at, you know, from birth, be tough, yada, 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 then it, even if we've cracked that, it'll take us a little longer to get there, so. There's a dog snoring in the background. Well, there's always a dog snoring in the background.
1: There's always a trouser, yeah. but there's the couples. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Sweet. so. Thank
4: you. Hi, I'm Leslie. Hey, Leslie. Hi, Leslie. <laughs> so I have a slightly different real, real perspective, and that uh, other than my husband, and no offense to the people here, my best friend here is Andrew. So ah, kind of a yeah. different. So as you guys have been talking about yeah. you know, the dynamic between male and female, uh, I think it's pretty interesting. Andrew and I work together, and we started working together right after my mom passed away, like very unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And we were sort of thrown into a really fun party situation where I got outsatted by a coworker and was like sort of like put on the spot to like share what had been going on. And it was super uncomfortable. But Andrew like was like, hey, thanks for sharing that. and it really set us on a really cool friendship. So Andrew and I get together, what, monthly at least?
2: Yeah, I was going to say every
4: other week. Yeah, we have lunch and like right very similar to the way y'all greeted each other today. How's the fam? How are you doing? How's work? And it's such an authentic relationship. And I think it's very interesting, that dynamic, when you talk about, something that you guys haven't said but I've been thinking a lot of is intentionality Mm -hmm. and like when I go to hang out with Andrew like when you were talking about expectations I have intention of checking in with how you and Ariel are doing and how you and the kids are doing and I have intention of cultivating that friendship with you and I feel the same way about the ladies here I mean I'm so fortunate to have gotten to know Ariel through Andrew And we went to college together, and I feel like we've really intentionally set out to be better friends, and obviously obsessed with you, sous chef. (laughs) But I think that there's just yeah.
0: Well, that's a good point. So, so, so we, you and I, have known each other very sparingly through muddy soul, and you know now we're in a jazz basket. And
1: uh, is it a jazz bracket? Jazz basket. Jazz it is basket. a basket. Jazz what did basket. I say before? It's a basket. A jazz, I mean, it's what sitting say right here. Before? jazz bucket. Jazz bucket. Jazz bucket.
0: Jazz is kind of an insult. Jazz bucket. <laughs> um, but we've recently connected on cooking. Yes. Which is great. Are and, you
1: two better friends than she and I?
0: No, I don't think yet. I, I mean... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah,
0: better 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 is you know better is i don't know that's a weird better. Thing. Um, that, yeah that's a weird thing um but uh but we've we found something and and again back to i think one of the original points because because we've connected on cooking and then had now like shared a couple meals and now cooked together once like um,
1: Dan it's you and me it's you and
0: me yeah um, <laughs> that we we ha- we now have experience to draw on which at least for me, as I've been talking about, adds a layer of comfortability and trust. Do you in think the it's easier
1: to become friends with Leslie for you than it is for me? Because we just were in this environment together at Warren Wilson, but our friendship was never that deep. But we were friends with the same person, so there was really an opportunity to have a depth. But it just like it just didn't happen. Timing, cultivation, whatever. Like
0: I think it's still easier because because for you, you, you or for us for you for you two because there's a history there that you can kind of draw, draw upon. What's
1: the number one reason you think we're closest now?
4: Intentionality.
1: Intentionality. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it mm-hmm. was so, like the kismet, like when Andrew and I got to be good friends and you and Ariel got to be good friends, I like made it in my mind. I was like, this is silly. They live in Asheville. Like we're obsessed with the same people. Mm-hmm. We have like-minded interests. Mm-hmm. We're going to take over the world together. Yes! Kind of a thing. Yes!
1: what are we gonna smash the garlic and, and the, the patriarchy? patriarchy. <laughs> um,
4: but I think that that it's just a big intentional set so yeah. like when I came here this weekend a I was so excited that you guys wanted to come to our lake house it's such an honor especially with how busy everyone is but my intention was just making intention with you guys mm. like I had no expectation I knew we were gonna cook some good food There was going to be hugs and snuggles and puppy kisses. But, like, my intention was just making a point to come here with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And that really filled my jazz bass. Making
0: memories. Making Making memories. memories.
4: I I will say, I think my,
1: I think, yeah, I think my kind of intention was, like, or what I recognize as I get older is that these Warren Wilson, so Warren Wilson being the college that we went to, which was just a unique place to be, knowing – people from Warren Wilson who still live in the city that we're in and who are like still doing this amazing work and have taken the values of the college and just are out there in the world just being awesome. It's like, I want to capitalize on the the depth of connection that even though we weren't as close back then, that we still hold those values mm-hmm. and the ethics and what we brought from that space and recognizing really not just how unique the college was, but how unique the individuals who went to the College were and what that really means for where we place ourselves in the world, and so it's, I feel lucky that you all still live in Asheville because you know we can. It's just the the right the people that I want to be around. Thanks. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So friends that poop together stay together, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Or poop different it, years, but they're yeah. poop. They're pooping. This the this, awareness <laughs> of the pooping and the ability to have intention about. And to talk, about to talk about it, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Now, now we've got, we've got my uh, new best friend. <laughs> yeah, your new best friend. We gotta get close. Hey, everybody, I'm Dan. <laughs> Glad to be here with you. Um, so, what, what, did what I say offend you at all about f- friends? Uh, certainly not. Yeah.
5: yeah I I, did, I would not take offense to any, anything you said. You know, this is. The, certainly just the way you feel right and I, I, I guess uh, you know there every, everybody has uh, their their own way they experience and uh, interact with, with new people yeah and there is no no sort of right or wrong to it just the the way you are
0: yeah 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 it's it's interesting like when when you say the way I am, it, it makes me think about like, um, it makes me think about uh, just that changing aspect. Like, how am I different now than I was when I was, say, more extroverted or when I was connecting with, you know, friends that I consider my best friends now? Was it, was I a different person? Um, yes. Yes. Yes so so you've i guess shape, I, you've shaped, so I it, have to, you've shaped I have, up
1: a little since i met you
0: so i have to <laughs> so i have to learn how to be i have to learn how to be different if 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 who i am is changing and constantly growing or shifting into this maybe i am becoming more introverted and that's not a bad thing that's just who i'm becoming i have to then figure out how to cultivate friendships as that new person definitely that's oh, yeah. really difficult. That sounds really freaking difficult I feel like I've changed at a
1: cellular level in the last 15 years. Like cellularly. Like I don't feel like the same person I was. Especially like like careers have really marked that for me.
0: Do you feel like you've changed him? Uh,
5: yeah, probably. I think it's everybody's always changing. You know, the, who you are when you're around one person or one group of people, especially in, in the past, sh- shouldn't... find the way you are in in the present or in in, in the future it seems like you 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 know you you feel what you feel and you react the way you react and you you can remember all you know the the good times and the sad times in the in the past uh, but don't need to rely on them for the way you want to be now necessarily. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I, I guess I, I sort of take the take the stand of trying trying as much as you can to be in the present.
1: How well did the two of you know each other in college? Like, we, 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 what, like did the years you graduate overlap at all, or like? Are...
0: We were in school at the same time. Yeah. I graduated in two thousand
5: and seven at UNCA and I think I have, I have a distinct memory of you, but I don't have... What's your memory of me? You being there.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. No, 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 what's interesting is that, what's interesting is that that's my exact memory of yeah. you, and I'm like, oh, that's that guy, and Dan, and I know who he's friends with, Exactly. and I'm friends, with some of, I'm I'm closer with some of those people that he's friends with through other circles. I mean, it wasn't a big school, and so, you know, friend circles interconnect in all kind of different ways, so.
5: 100%, so, you know, neither positive nor negative. Right. Which which means plenty of room for more positivity.
0: There you go. I love
1: (laughs) it, I love it. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. So as we kind of think about wrapping up, um, is there anything else that was awesome? Is there anything else that we want to kind of say just as we wrap up?
0: Um. I mean, I appreciate you bringing up this conversation and having it. I think that you know, I'm I'm really interested to figure out how to. Cultivate and prioritize connection in a more in a more direct fashion um, in my life because both with friends but also with family and I I honestly think that that's one of the goals of our what's the right word our philosophy around this podcast and around having these conversations in hope that they spur other conversations. Because it this is a topic and this is something that both you and I, where we're not experts at it, we care very deeply about. And so I just hope that we, this is I think an overarching conversation that, and an exploration that we're continuing to have and I hope that we continue to do it.
1: And, uh, and I will say as we end that I want to actually diminish some of those like texts and calls and all of that, like the being in touch with so many people so often. So I actually want to reduce the amount of friendships that I have. And I have been doing that for a couple of years. Because, Watch out, folks. Yeah, you're getting cut. You're not. You're probably not, uh, honestly, but um, probably. But the, I want to yeah. kind of reduce the number of connections that I have so that I can return to depth in the places that are more meaningful and that um, kind of protect my energy in a way. So I think it's interesting that we're having this sort of exchange where you want to grow and I want to relax some and not be quite so attentive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Great conversation, y'all. Love you.
1: Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you.
0: And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye.